I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, forever teen, misunderstood, emo. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. The camera opens as Art is walking back to the mall. He's been rolling details around in his head that he's just found out, and it has been eating him, well, not quite alive, but... Art, as you get back to the mall, uh, being a vampire, your senses are attuned for one thing and one thing in particular, and that is blood. And you can smell blood on the air. This is this is not a good time. This is n- not a good time. No, you can feel the monster inside rattle at its cages. I have to be strong. I still gotta follow it. He's still gonna follow the smell. Follow your nose! And so you do. Are you being sneaky as you get closer and the smell gets stronger, or are you just kind of, like, fed up with it tonight? fed up with it tonight there is there is no stealth there is no elegance here this is full-on the beast and i are fighting but he it's giving as good as it's getting cool in that case jimmy what scene does art arrive to see so jimmy and the boys are uh digging some few foot deep holes about uh, body length uh, and right next to those hole- holes are a few Russian looking bodies does Jimmy have a shovel is he directing his guys I can't remember how many bodies were there probably four there were four people that got out of the one car that you dispatched in some fashion uh, some of them were probably still alive or like bleeding out but then there was comrade manager who uh he definitely killed um yeah i don't think there's gonna be too many people here he wants to keep it a little quieter so yeah jimmy will be helping dig shovel in hand is it just you and stan or is it uh well stan's certainly there but um i think at the start of the thing we said that right jimmy sent someone to get the other guys right because there's two guys in the garage yeah you were hanging out with two guys stan and somebody else yeah so and then so jimmy sent the other guy to go get back up so i mm-hmm. think they would have came so there's probably like i'm thinking five six of us so jimmy stan the guy that was there beforehand and then two others or three others let's go two others two others okay there are some of his watchmen and herd, and Jimmy digging some holes. Sees this. How many? How many extra cars are there? Because he knows what the herd drives. He knows what Jimmy drives. He knows what car he's given Jimmy, or rather, that Baron Rutger has given Jimmy. So Jimmy's fancy car is the one he likes. Is in the garage because he was fixing that before. Some Russians showed up. Um, 
don't know if the other guys would have brought their cars in the back. So I don't think they would have. I think it'd be the thing where when they got the hey, something's going down, they started running. And if they wanted to like run the opposite direction to get their car and drive their car around like it you know, it would have taken them longer than just giving a yeah. run. So I think it uh I don't think there's any others, no. Just uh on you can see probably two or three cars in the garage that are being worked on. Jimmy's, Stan's, and maybe the other guys. I don't know if Stan was helping or if the other guy was helping Stan or whatever. Okay, so the Russians didn't bring cars? Oh, there's a Russian car, yes. So Art comes up upon this. He sees shovels and holes and bodies out in the open. And he looks from the bodies to Jimmy up to where he knows where his surveillance camera is back down to Jimmy back to the bodies. It has been a long night. I am very tired, even though it is still fairly early in the evening. So you must forgive me my impropriety, but what in the fuck? Oh, Art. Um, yeah, the Russians decided to come by and um, drop dead. So I don't know anyone in a morgue. So I figured I would uh, just give them a proper burial. I will also point out that Jimmy looks like he's been in a fight. Oh, yeah. And uh, I believe you have a, a severe looking injury in your back. Uh, yes, there is. I believe that's where, yeah, on the left side in the back. There's a, like, right where the kidneys would be area. So Art kind of circles around. He's got his, the hood of his own tracksuit jacket up and over his head for obvious reasons. He's even got, like, a ball cap on underneath it to further do the Unabomber look. And he's moving, like, a, a stalking animal would as he's checking these bodies out. No, 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 no. Uh, Berlin, you should know by now that these type of things for for the cleaning up, this is something that I do. It's something is a service I do for the barony. It's a service I do for the city. We will not bury them here. This is bid. I was gonna give you a shout, but uh, you, I thought you were busy tonight, so leave them here for a night or two before you could get rid of. Yes, I, I was busy, but something like this. Uh, Baron, we are already dealing with masquerade breach that caused feud between you and the Donovan, yes? Uh, Jimmy looks around at the guys that are probably overhearing this. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Jimmy motions with a head nod, puts his arm around uh, Art to kind of motion him away from his dudes. Uh, yeah, there's that problem. And now you have them burying bodies in 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 parking lot planter. Yeah, like I said, I thought you'd be too busy. This is something that is more important than any busy thing I may have. This is something where if you call, I will say, yes, Baron, I will be right there dropping everything because the masquerade should come first. And also they smell very good. <laughs> Yeah, um, all right. For some reason, I had a feeling you were going out of town. 
and you're going to be gone for multiple nights. That's why I didn't call you. I see. I see. Now, that is not something that I would do without actually telling you. Yeah, just my misunderstanding. And uh, all right, I'll get the I'll get the guys out of here. Now, have them load these gentlemen up into the trunk of their car. And then you will come with me respectfully. And I will show you why I am the person that everybody brings these two to clean up. All right, then. So Jimmy looks over to his guys. Uh, did anyone check pockets for car keys so we can throw them in their car? Art is already checking pockets. He's rolling these bodies as as Jimmy is talking. I assume we find keys, throw them in the trunk. and Easily done. They offer no resistance. All right. Thanks for your help, guys. Um, got a proper, a real cleanup crew professional here. No, no, no. You, you did a good job. You did a good job under under a short time, bad circumstance. Uh, you'll learn how to do a proper landscaping later. It's fine. Thank you. Goodbye. He's already getting in the car. Um, Jimmy's going to uh, just go, uh, Stan, hey. Um, yeah, while the others walk away, Stan, he's going to have a quick sh- chat with uh, Stan saying, like, uh, are, are you right? I mean, there's a firefight and all, and you're going to be, you're going to be cool. A question that I have before we get to you talking to Stan is, do you do anything with your guys that, uh, we're just here having this conversation with you around and hearing parts of it? Oh, I should forget them. Uh, yes, tears for fears. Don't you forget about me. 1980s, very nice. It is the thing you can do very easily. Yeah, Jimmy will forget them. Have them forget. And, okay. Uh, then pull stand to the side. It, an easy thing is like, hey, you know, thanks for the help. Won't forget it. Shaking their hand as you go and just kind of like moving <laughs> them along. Yeah, exactly. Stan is going to look at you. He's been, He's been exposed to a lot over the past couple of minutes. So the chances of just kind of surface level wiping away his memories. He'd be like, yeah, man, it was, that was a little crazy. Are are you sure you're all right? They look like they, and he kind of looks you up and down where your outfit is definitely messed up. They had gotten slashes and shots at you and other attempts at damaging that you were able to heal because you are vampire. Um, but your clothes, on the other hand, are not something you can heal. Yeah, surprisingly, mostly superficial. I mean, I do did like that jacket, but uh, I do have a couple extras. Well, you know, people will pay good money for pre-ripped clothes, right? They sure will. You can tell that he is deeply, I wouldn't say disturbed, but this is something that he's still a little bit in shock of. And he's making jokes at it to kind of hide that aspect of things you've known stan for a while you've tasted of him more than once but he's trying to play it cool and still probably doesn't completely comprehend what has happened all right stan if you ever need to just talk you're gonna have questions weird things happen during these things if you ever need to talk just let me know, and I'll make time to talk. What are we going to do about the police? Am I still listening to this, or am I in the car? 
That's up to you. You can be sitting in the car with the window rolled down. Up to you. Awesome. So two things. One, deny anything that ever happened, because that's what we do with police. And two, that's what our part of the disposal crew helps with. Art will stick his head out of the car, and he's almost about to give this big rictus grin. It's like, nah, this poor kid's had a rough enough night. So he'll just kind of make sure, like, the bottom of his jacket's kind of pulled up. So it's he's just a nose and some glasses and a hat sticking out of his thing. So, don't worry about police. I have that taken care of. Anyway, have a good evening. If you need some walking around money, come back, let us know. Uh, otherwise, is um, the American Civil Liberties Union likes to say, shut the fuck up. He gets back in the car. He will look questioningly at the car and then at Jimmy so that everything is searching to see if everything is okay. Yeah, everything's going to be fine. If you're worried, you can lay low. We'll get you some walking around money to last you a few days. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, everything will be okay. He does not feel as though everything is going to be okay. And he begins to to turn, takes like two steps, and looks back for shows like, yeah, every, everything's going to be good. And then begins to walk back to the mall where the other guys that you were able to blank some time from them were heading. Art's just, you know, sitting from the window watching him go and he leans out again. Baron, is that something we are going to have to deal with in a manner uh, befitting the compassion and reason that we are known for? Uh, he's... Jimmy starts heading to the car. He's someone I would consider bringing... Yes, like Nicholas. I yes. see. Yes. I'd rather it not get to that, though. You will have to figure out a way to earn his loyalty without biting him or feeding him, then. Yep. So once he's in, Art's going to roll up the windows, and they're going to go for a bit of a drive. He's going to be looking for... Honestly, like, part of him wants to go back to the club back to costume because he's just going to like originally park this thing but he's got another idea so he's going to go find a nice quiet overpass where he can kind of park the car and he can go through the bodies in the trunk and discuss things with Jimmy as as this is going on yeah you can take these wherever you want to go set me the scene as the two of you set to Art's Grizzly work Excellent. Uh, so it's not a long drive, although long is kind of relative in terms of kindred lifestyles or even in terms of region from the U.S. that you're from. But it's about a 20 minute drive where Art's just kind of casually driving. He's humming some tune under his breath. Uh, he's answering any questions asked. He gives a terse answer to and it's really clear, like, he's drumming against the steering wheel. His knuckles are wider than usual. He's distracting himself. And he keeps on looking in the rearview mirror, but he's not looking at the mirror. He's looking at the trunk because he knows what's in there. And it's everything in him to not mash down on the accelerator and get to where he's going. But 
there is a you know there there's like kind of a a, a storm overflow slash canal system it doesn't really ha ever have a lot of water in it but when there's a lot of weather then the the stormwater overflow goes into this canal-like area and there it just you know runs down to the ocean or sits there and dries up and usually the sides are covered in graffiti it's all you know white concrete and everything and there's plenty of holes in the fencing because kids like to go down there all the time and on this night they're off doing something else maybe they're all doing their own proms maybe they're getting ready for graduation you know maybe there's a two-for-one sale on fake ids downtown but it's uh it's empty the only people there are jimmy art and whatever bodies are on the trunk of this car so he pulls up to the edge of the fence puts it in park turns off the lights turns off the car turns and he looks at jimmy as I said, I do this for many people. It is kind of how I, I get favors from other kindred in the city, and I use them for the betterment of the domain. But I have never really shown you what I do, have I? Uh, I thought it was just some uh, wood chipper in the woods or something. Oh, nothing like that. Um, have you seen the musical Sweeney Todd? Oh, was it written by Andrew Lloyd Webber? Because probably not. It was. It was not. It was. A, it was a Stephen Sondheim musical. It, don't worry about it. Well, let's see what we have in the back, shall we? And he'll get out of the car. He'll pop the trunk so he can open up the trunk and and actually look at these guys and look at the stuff that he's gotten rifling through their bodies. Do you want to just lightly toss them, just dump out their pockets, or do you want to like roll for it? Given how this is going to go, we'll do a light toss, and then after he does his business, it's going to be a lot easier to go through the clothing. Sure. Jimmy's going to look for a pack of cigarettes and a lighter, because he kind of wants to have a smoke. Easily found. Somebody here has some kind of not great cigarettes like you know what i mean where like yeah. it's not a camel or anything along those lines but it's, it's some yeah it's cheap it's, stuff it's it's a shitty eastern european brand that's been brought in and you've seen the pack before because it's what art smokes yeah it's jimmy's gonna light the cigarette and you know they're this is even worse than uh usual i mean i loved smoking when i was alive but uh got worse after death and it was even a worse one than that i don't know if i'd rather die again than smoke this Oof. it takes getting used to uh you know after the wall fell the old uh, soviet style cigarettes they went out of style and then the the mafia moved in and they took the the simple resource extractions and and uh, all of those industries to line their pockets but they still appreciate the good smoke unfortunately the trade embargo on the american cigarettes hit and it's it's a whole story and these aren't too bad they remind me of home which is probably why you do not like them and as as he's talking about this, like he's opening up track suits, he's doing a quick pat down of uh, of like chest cavities, and you know he'll just like rip open the shirt so the chest is bare, checking for necklaces, all of that. 
and he'll make sure he's doing it on like all the bodies and he'll just like even pull them out and dump them if he needs to several gold chains of various qualities wallets that have cash cards ids someone has a gun unless jimmy has taken it already i don't think he would have i assumed you would have brought it with them but not like pocketed yourself maybe yeah i I think i remember jimmy like kicked it away or something yeah but like it was still on the scene so it could have been picked up easily okay yeah some of the guys had knives just nothing like nothing that sets off alarm bells but you know a a little quick cash that can be made yeah there's the walking around money this is excellent and he's uh he's got a little like like a little bag or something like it's it's even like a like a plastic shopping bag it's it's what you'd expect like somebody who's who's doing a, a robbery spree on foot to have and he's just stuffing it all in there but you can definitely tell his focus is on the body uh you wouldn't happen to remember legend of chupacabra a few decades ago would you yeah, those things in uh, like Mexico that would eat sheep or something or children. Uh, yes, know. yeah, the legend of the thing with the with the teeth and everything, and he makes like the bunny Dracula teeth stuff as he's going through. He seems like he's really, really like super happy right now. Uh, anyway, it turns out that uh, there was apparently chupacabra sighting in Springfield some years ago. It was very interesting. Oh. You eat some sheep or children? Jimmy says jokingly, with like a grin on his face. Art will look at Jimmy and just go, (laughs) and he's going to form kind of like a claw out of his hands and just punch into the chest of one of these corpses and pull out the heart and then start eating. It's like, well, not a shark, but it was not child. Anyway, this is, um, excuse me, I was, <laughs> it's been a night. Um, this is, this is, this is me, um, trying to, uh, trying to bond with you, Baron. You see, uh, Carol filmed me when I first came to Springfield. I had, um, I had lost myself and there was, um, not quite a masquerade breach, but questions were being asked. And so Carol spread the legend of Chupacabra in Springfield. He stops to take a bite. Like he's he's mowing down on this heart like there's no tomorrow, which if the sun comes up, there won't be. And uh, I've been kept quiet ever since. There's been a body occasionally here and there, but mostly a fine fellow like this. Somebody brings him to me. Generally, I would uh, take the choicest bits, and the rest of this would then just be quietly disposed of in an incinerator. Maybe I use some chemicals. But recently, there's been something else that I've been able to do, and this is this is why it is useful. And he'll quickly strip the choicest bits from this body. So you got your kidneys, the liver, the heart, all those good bits. You know, he he takes his bits out and he puts them to the side, and he's like, "I'll get to you in the second. And he picks up the body by by the hair, and. You know, the mouth is hanging open, the eyes are rolled back, and it's just like what you normally see of a body. Because you were not the looker in life. 
and his fangs extend. He's got these horrible, like, serrated teeth, and he just bites straight into the neck like somebody tearing a throat out. But instead of pulling back, he stays there. And as he injects his vitae into the body, immediately it starts turning gray and flaking. And you see this body turn to ash in front of you as Art pulls back and is making that like that that motion that pets do when they've tasted something that they'll have to get out of their mouth like they're running their their tongue around and going bleh because he got a little bit in his mouth and then he grabs a kidney and starts chewing on it just watching jimmy to see what he does jimmy's just kind of a face of disgust and, um <clears throat> uh that that's pretty grody there art i uh but you do good work. Really, y'all. It's very kind of you to say. Again, pardon me. It's been a long night. This is why I try to keep things quiet. I hope you understand. Because this is something that it, it does turn the stomach of even the most discerning of kindred. An organivore is very poorly looked upon. And it is part of the reason I am here in the United States and not back home in the old country. Uh-huh. I mean, I think Russia and I think missing bodies all the time. I don't know why uh, you'd have such problems. I was not in Russia when this happened. I was in East Germany. Remember fall of Berlin Wall? Right. Yeah, that was me. Well, it, it was it was me and uh, three dozen other kindred. Anyway, there's a story there. We don't need to go into it now. But after Wall fell, many more questions could be asked because people would look around and say, where is Sasha? Where is Mikhail? Where is my son? Where is my daughter? Where is my husband, my wife? You understand. KGB. We did a lot of things in those years between war and and fall of wall, the end of communism. And those questions would lead back to us. So it was decided that I would take the sins of all the people that had disappeared, because I did eat a good many of them, and I would leave never to return. And now I am here. Well, if it's any consolation, I'm glad you were the patsy, because you do a good job here. Uh, yes, well, thank you. It's very kind of you to say. And he's going to, again, form that claw and just go into the second one. I really should have bought a lunchbox. Oh, well, he was not expecting this bounty this late. I will have to eat it all now. You want me to go to, like, 7-Eleven and get some plastic bags? Oh, no, no, it is fine. It is fine. No, uh, this this is a good meal. It has been, like I said, long night. It, uh... Definitely takes the edge off, as they say. And as he continues to, you know, he'll he'll set the pile off to the side, take that bite. The next body turns to dust. That's leaving the clothes behind, and he's just able to like pick up a jacket and shake it around and see if anything happens. And you know, he's he's using one of those white undershirts as basically a, a rag to clean his hands as he goes from body to body doing this this work and 
it doesn't take long. You know, it takes longer for him to pull pull his meal from every body than it does for them to turn to ash. And then it's just, you know, there's there's a there's a bunch of dust and ash in the trunk and a bunch of dead Russian mobster clothing, wallets, things of that nature. Yeah. Watching you eat is giving me an appetite for another one of those disgusting smokes. And Jimmy's just going to uh grab a smoke and do a bit of a lookout, make sure no one's watching. I don't know, Art, is there people that would be normally floating around in this area, or...? If there is anyone floating around, it would be, you know, folks that the city already doesn't see exist, generally, um, because this is the type of area where things go to disappear. Anybody who would be around here generally either clears out or they don't see nothing, man. The cops don't come this way unless they've got a tip, and there wouldn't have been anything in the area unless there was, you know, like just some crazy happenstance that somebody's coming by to dump something or, you know, a couple of teenagers want to feel the thrill of danger and make out in the car, you know, in the canal or something because it's away from mom and dad. So you can see a, a little barrel fire down the road that's got some people that are huddled around it under an overpass. Just, you know, normal forgotten people that are trying to make it through their night. But they're a, a solid way away. Okay. So, out of earshot, and uh, they don't seem to have binoculars or spying on us, so... Well, it's very good of you to look out. Now, maybe you should explain why the Russians came after you. Uh, the last I had thought, you were going to negotiate with them and come to a peaceable solution. I was hoping they would help uh, do security at club and we could all be good, have a big, happy family. Yeah, I was going to go visit them in like three, four days or nights, but um, they decided to drop by first. I was going to go talk, but they didn't give me the opportunity. I, I, I see. And, um, uh, they... Your your um your man he was he was also there he saw you get the um, art's gonna look back and see the damage to the jacket uh, they shoot you they stab you they do both it was quick uh, there was some stabbing there was some baseball bats and a couple shots fired but uh, nah this was a knife it was the big thing uh, most of the shots were they're a bad shot. Uh, yes, we are not known for our marksmanship back in old country, and our skills did not get better as we came to the new country in order to find a new future. Uh, no, um, quantity is quality all its own. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So then, Baron, what is your next step? Because this will continue to escalate if you do not take decisive action. The manager is dead. He was delicious. Uh, the driver ran off. The security guy that was also in that one, I, he should be getting better. He was almost dead. Uh, but... I'm not sure I heard this correctly. They were survivors? 
Yeah. It is problem. Yeah, the driver got away. I couldn't follow him. I was following the bodyguard who saw more than the driver. Uh, Baron, that is going to come back to bite us, and we are the ones who should be doing the biting. When we get back to the mall, we can look at the footage, figure out who owns the car, then we can figure out who the driver was. I didn't really get a good look at him, though. Well, the thing is, he will not go to police. That is, that is not how things are done. This is something he will go back to club. He will tell manager's manager that people are dead. Things happened. They will come back with more men. They will bring fire because we always bring fire to fight. That's why they call it fire fight. They fight with fire. You must now strike while they are still preparing. They will be likely at club gathering strength. Everybody come. They will have the vodka. They may take some coke. They will make sure guns are in working order. They will have bets. They will have Molotov cocktails. They're doing all of this right now. Club being cleaned out of people except for the family. It is when you must strike. So a costume party. Yes, costume party. You have less than 24 hours. If you do not do this, Soon, by end of night, I'm all in very real danger of being burned down. I do not think they will do it in broad daylight, but they will come when sun comes down. <sighs> all right. We could attempt to get law enforcement involved, but it will create more questions than answers. I believe this is something we must handle as we would in Russia, which is overwhelming violence, death, and despair. I believe rest of Coterie may need to get involved. We will need the extra hands. Uh, yeah. Rest of Coterie is not exactly happy right now. It would probably be best if you called them up for this. He's gonna finish wiping his hands on that on that shirt and pop the last of the uh, liver he was eating in his mouth and consider this as he's chewing. Baron Walton, Jimmy, what is source of disagreement between you and everyone else? You are Baron, but we are your family. You should be making overtures. We should be working together, not against each other. I understand this. That is why I am working to further your goals and goals of, of domain. That is why I, me and ghouls, we do not get along. That's why I do not keep them. I do not care about that. But you must manage your relationships with Coco and with Missy as well as you handle your relationships with your men because we are your people too. And if you cannot bring them together to face common foe, then rest of barons, rest of anarchs, any sabbat in the area, hunters, camarilla, they are all going to come for paradise and they will see it burned to ground because they cannot trust us. Trust to be gets trust. 
I will work on being more trustworthy. You also need to trust them to do right thing, but give them opportunity. Huh? I will try, but I do not see it possible with uh, she seems out to get me for no other reason than spite me. No, that, that is not the reason. That is not the reason, you see. Mind you, I, I respect how you handle things in that it is very final. Although half measures are taken, if you leave no evidence that anyone came in the first place, then people ask questions, but you have the plausible deniability. But you, you leave people behind. You try to send message, it just makes people mad. The feud with Donovan is one such problem, and it reflects on mischief because she is herald to the prince. She is agent of Camarilla, but also member of our family, and she is conflicted. And as you make yourself look worse in the eyes of society, she has to work that much harder to keep what she has taken and it makes you look like loose cannon and if you cannot control domain if you cannot control yourself then we are all in danger as we are subjects of you <sighs> you're right i know i enjoy it when i am as well but for the next few nights we are going to be very busy united to eliminate threats from city, and I do have good news. Once it is complete, we will look very good in the eyes of the kindred of Springfield. Okay. Uh, she's had extra attitudes since she became ass. I will. I'll call him up. Excellent. We will drive this back to Mole Parking Garage. I will get shop vacuum. We'll get the ash out of the back. The clothes will go in the incinerator. And uh, I'll sweep the car for bugs. And tomorrow night, we will use it at the costume party. Sounds like a plan. Jimmy grabs another cigarette. Cool. Art, right, you want to give me like a an intelligence and medicine roll? And obviously feed yourself down to one. While these guys had not been drained by vampires... They have been leaking for a little while now. I think you can harvest seven hunger's worth of things that are digestible for you. I could, but at this point, I don't know if I can bring them back while they're still viable. There's a 7-Eleven with the... Uh... It sells ice. Uh, I will need ice and, um, yes, plastic bag, plenty of ice. If you do not mind, Baron, that would be very nice. Uh, to be honest, I'd rather get away from watching you eat. No offense. None taken. So, Jimmy will go to the 7-Eleven. Get one of those styrofoam coolers and a bunch of ice. From, you know, the pocket money that... We recently found. Yeah. Delicious and disgusting. Slimy yet satisfying. Sure. 
for you, it is satisfying, I guess. It is the 18th of July, 2022. We have people coming in doing things. This is a vampire recording doing vampire things with Jimmy and Art. Yes. Uh, I was bringing in Jark because uh, I forgot about him and stuff. Oh, right. Uh, I also forgot that I have jury duty paperwork that I need to look at. Nice. Sign up with. But it's over here on the part of my desk that I'm just going to cover up. Uh, cool. All right. Um. The chances of just kind of surface level wiping away his memories isn't really going to work. And uh, if you, you can give me an insight roll if you want. Because he's going to tell you one thing, and the degree of truth yeah. to that is uh, uh, something completely that, different. And wits? Yes, it's usually wits. Four? And he begins to, to turn takes like two steps and looks back over so it's like yeah everything's gonna be good and then begins to walk back to the mall where the other guys that you were able to blank some time from them were heading is he playing like the sad hulk walk away theme right now because i feel like he is uh when did that come out i don't know if jimmy would understand that uh he would understand that i believe the incredible hulk was late 70s 77 yeah. So definitely would have caught that on reruns and growing up. Very sad Hulk walking away music that I'm sure is very copyright and we will not have the rights to use. No, probably not. It was not child. I will need a second frenzy roll as you now taste food. This one is difficulty three. Power five, humanity six, no modifiers. Boom. Continue. And then he's going to use Ashes to Ashes on the first body. And he's just leaving the Ophal in the trunk on top of, like, the second body. Because he's going to get to it in a second. Sure. Go ahead and make your... Because there's a level 1 power, you get to re-roll your Rouse checks to activate it. So you get to roll twice and take whichever one you choose. Never mind. It doesn't matter. That's He's... it. Basically, like the the one hunger is going to be given up by you know the the pieces he's getting back. So, yep. I will get back out of your way. Feel free to uh, respond however you think to this, Jimmy. Art, you want to give me like a an intelligence and medicine roll, and obviously feed yourself down to one. Oh, thank God. Uh, minus two for your compulsion that you were still dealing with and okay let me let me do this one more time there we go two okay there were five guys right yeah there's five guys yeah just, just like the burger joint yeah right yes d she says hello do you want to give me five rouse checks in pairs for this destroying the bodies both of us? No, just art for his uh, his power. So one hunger out of five bodies. It's not bad. 
it's not bad at all. Uh, you can obviously eat that down again. But you had you had four. Uh, so you eat five. Yes, here we are. This uh, Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, uh, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards or for upcoming releases, you can find them at World of darkness.com